episode nine of Sister Moms. This week on Sister Moms, we're talking about pandemic parenting. So what is it to parent during a pandemic? That means work, parent, cook, grocery shop, everything. You got a whole new hat and it shifted our lives like crazy. So that's what we're going to be talking about today on our episode. But before we jump in, Janisha, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, I'm very excited because last night I ate at my favorite restaurant, Hot and Juicy. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you get? I got um, crab legs, shrimp, potatoes, corn, and a boiled egg. That's new. It started in Vegas. We didn't have boiled egg in Vegas, but they expanded the menu. Now they have a boiled egg. Oh, wow. Wow. So that's that's my excitement for today. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Shelly? How's your week? It's been good. Um, I'm trying to think of exciting things like nothing huge. You know, I do the whole plant-based eating or vegan eating, but every now and then I have seafood. (laughs) (laughs) So I had crawfish. And it's crazy expensive out here. I'm not even going to tell y'all how much it costs because I don't want <laughs> I don't want nobody to know. <laughs> but I had crawfish and I didn't have faith in it because in Mobile, we had the best crawfish. And so I'm in Texas and I was skeptical, but it was good. <laughs> so if you come visit, I will take you there. <laughs> okay. I did not get crawfish in my bag. Um, Shalette did. It's, she got the drool. So the crawfish and the crispy calima- calamari. Um, the, the calamari doesn't go in her bag, but I had never had the calamari from there. Uh, so I got to try a little thing, a little extra yesterday for the first time. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. And for those who don't know, we have one more person with us today. Kim, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. I'm glad to be on here with you guys. I am very honored, actually. So uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to get started. And I hope crawfish tastes good because I've never had it before. I look at it and it's little. I'm just like, is that? I, I don't want that. And you had called, you said that's squid or is it octopus? What you uh, had, Nisha? Which one is calamari, Shelly? How? Woo! <laughs> Okay. It's fried. It's fried. <clears throat> it's well, I'm glad y'all are being adventurous and, and trying new things. <laughs> you know, we grew up eating seafood, so it ain't a thing. Ain't no thing. <laughs> I heard that. Well, give me some shrimp and crabs, and I'll stay right there. <laughs> I'm good with that. Yes, but yes, I am happy to be here with y'all. Like, thank you so much for inviting me on. And I can't wait to dive in with you ladies. Absolutely. Well, we're happy you're here. We we can't wait to jump in and get more information um, from you because you got all the deets on this episode. <laughs> but um, I just kind of want to give a little background on like why we think this topic is important. If any mom listening already knows why this topic is important <laughs> if you're at home with little yeah. ones. But um, we talked about last week in our episode about how important it is to get creative maybe maybe that was two weeks ago how important it is to get creative and moms have been having to get and and dads have been having to get super creative when you are keeping your kids at home all day if that's the route that you're taking um but like 
sometimes we need suggestions from other moms. We need to be reminded that we're not the only ones out here struggling and fighting to know that there's a community of people out here or women, dads, parents out here that are also enduring the same things. So Janisha and I have talked a lot about like what it's like to have our girls at home all day. And we have one. We like to have guests with multiple children because it brings a whole new dynamic. And so I guess today is going to be able to give all of that. Um, but before we get started, Johnny's just going to get a little bit of background from our guest, Kim. So before I even ask her questions, I'll let you know how we know Kim. We both know her. Um, we met her 17 years ago in high school. So it's been a really, really long time. We always joke that Kim was Shelly's friend first, and I stole her from her. <laughs> <laughs> but we both love her. Um, she's like family for sure. We grew up like always at her house all the time. So, I won't I'm tell y'all how we hung out most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> We've matured since then. That's it doesn't feel like it's been that long. That. It doesn't. I swear we was just like 16 two years ago. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. We're old. Um, but, uh, so that's how I know Kim. Another thing, as I promised you all that you all will meet all of the authors of our book of my book character is beauty at some point. So Kim is one of the authors in the book. She wrote the section about shame. Um, so that's another piece of our connection right now. She's a part of, um, healing for my heels and our prayer circle. So we're talking all the time. <laughs> Indeed. I'll let her share a little, a little more about herself. So um, first, let's talk about the mom life so they can know, like, why should we be listening to her about this pandemic parenting? So, Kim, can you tell us, like, how many kids you have and, and what age your kids are? OK, well, I have three kids. I have a 13 year old. I have a nine year old and I have a four year old. So I got every stage. Um, I tell you what, <laughs> uh, it is a privilege, but at the same time, it is a challenge. So um, again, thank y'all for having me on here because it's like being in three different places at the same time. Is that possible, guys? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I try. I try. I try. Yes, you're doing an amazing job. So um, just so you all know, the the oldest one is the boy and the younger ones are the girls so she has a teenager y'all a boy teenager <laughs> okay so <clears throat> that's your mom life um as far as work what type of work do you do are you an entrepreneur you working nine to five what does your work life look like during the pandemic well I have a nine to five I am a um, financial management analyst but I also am an entrepreneur as well so I have things on the side that I'm currently trying to birth up out of here and get it going. So I'm excited about that. Um, I'm working on it and it is challenging, but it's fun. I will not take that out of it. It is fun to have the nine to five, but also trying to be an entrepreneur, but also being a mother over top of all of that. You know, it, it poses yeah. challenges, but it, it is fun. Like I'm telling y'all, it's fun. It can be done. Mm -hmm. It can be done. So yeah, I got things I'm working on. Like I'm excited about it. So yeah, the nine to five y'all, it used to be nine to five, but now it's 24 seven. 
Just saying. <laughs> Kobe got all in the way. So 24 seven. Yes. 24 seven. That's a good way. I'm thinking about, oh, you're used to saying you're nine to five, but a lot of people don't have that set schedule anymore because they have to take breaks with their kids. And mm-hmm. so that's good. Okay. Um, I want to go into one more thing because she didn't share. So we have this podcast that she's on and I would like her to share a little bit about her upcoming a podcast. Well, thank you, Nisha. I did. I did. I forgot to mention it. So I do have an upcoming podcast and my podcast is called Intentionally Me, Kim Harvey. Uh, I am working on it. I can't look. I can't wait until this thing is ready to launch. Y'all It's going to bless y'all. It's blessing me. Yes, girl. It's blessing me because I am walking my journey out. I'm going to be walking my journey out with everyone. Yes. And I'm, I'm all for it now. Yes. Let me tell you, I wouldn't afford it first, but I'm all for it now. I'm all for it. So yeah, I'm super excited about it. When I get ready to launch it, um, Nisha will know about it. Shelly know about it. So we'll, we'll post this thing out there so everybody can see what's going on and come in and walk this thing out with me. It's going to be fun. Okay. I'm, I'm excited, y'all. Kim is a lot of fun. She's a little, being a little, you know, chill today with us, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the time of day. <laughs> it, it is the morning, but I'm sure y'all will get all the personality on her podcast. Indeed. Indeed. Um, so my last background question is what type of support do you have um, with your children? Oh man, I have a village. Ain't no denying that I have a village. <clears throat> I have my parents, I have my sisters, I have my brothers, I have my kids' father. Um, I even have, you know, his his um aunt, his sisters and brothers. I have a whole village to support me. Um it still can be challenging at times because a village don't want to support you 24 <laughs> seven. Say that. that out there. Say that. They don't want to, they don't want to support you 24 seven, but they, Oh, they're going to help you. <laughs> but you better choose wisely. Okay. Choose wisely. Cause they'll tell you quick. Like, look, I just helped you yesterday. I don't think I help you today. <laughs> okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. But I have a village y'all and it's, and I'm, I'm thankful to have it. And, you know, a lot of people don't have that, but that doesn't mean that you still can't get it done. You just have to find other outlets, but um, I do have a village and I'm very grateful for it, for sure. Oh, yes. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah, so I wanted to, you know, just ask some of the questions about her life in general as a mother. Um, I love how she brought up the, you know, the village piece. And we, on one of our episodes, sis, you need help. It's asking for it, even mm-hmm. if you want to say no. And Kim is pretty good with being okay with when her parents got to tell her no. Um, she's, she going up. She's like, mom might say no, but I'll ask her. So she's not scared to ask. So that's a great thing that she's gotten to that space of, I need it. I'll ask when, and they'll help me when they can, or when they feel like it, I can't make them, but I will ask. Uh, So that's, that's amazing. So I'm going to pass it to Shelly. Uh, Shelly goes into the pandemic parenting. So let's, I mean, Shelly, you forgot the word pandemonium. Pandemic parenting pandemonium my yeah. bad mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> triple p got yeah. it yes <laughs> so i'm gonna go ahead and jump in and ask some of these questions about the parenting pandemic pandemonium <laughs> all right so the biggest thing for parents when the pandemic hit was schools closing so what was your initial reaction when you got the word that schools were shutting down and you were now responsible 
<laughs> for these kids all day, every day. <laughs> well, my initial reaction, I'm not even going to stay on here. <laughs> but I was really stuck. I was like, what? Like, what am I like? So two of my kids in school, but nonetheless, the, you know, the four-year-old, she will be five this month, this month, but I was just like, what am I going to, or how am I going to do this with them? This is going to be new to all of us. Now, don't get me wrong. I was like, whoop, whoop, Kim's going to telework. Yes, 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 yes. Then when they came back behind, I'm like, kids going to be home soon. I was like, kids going to be home. Right. <laughs> is that Sam? <laughs> like, like, whoop. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I, I, I initially, like, my brain was going crazy because I'm like, okay. It was really put me in a place where it's like, okay, you're you're really going to have to sit down and have a schedule. Did y'all just hear me sit down and have a schedule? (laughs) (laughs) But it was I know it's going to be necessary, but I was really shocked. I was afraid. I was nervous. I'll be honest. I was I was nervous. I felt like what if I got to help my kids? So what if I fail them? Then it was like, all right, Kim, push that back. We can do this. We just got to see what it's going to be like. So initially I had all kinds of feelings just kind of balled up together because I didn't know what it was going to look like for me, for them at all. Like I had no clue. I like that positive self-talk piece because I get stuck in that. The world is ending. I can't do this. (laughs) This is crazy. Somebody come get this one child of mine. You were were like, I can do this. I can do this. So I like that piece. I got to work on that. (laughs) I'm still working on it too. Don't worry about it. We're going to work on it together. (laughs) <laughs> Look, I'm gonna be calling like him. How how you do this? Like I don't I don't get it. <laughs> so I'm yeah. be like, let's pray on the first. Let's pray on the first. <laughs> <laughs> that far, yes. So how was it the the initial adjustment? Because I know things kind of rolled out like, oh, you're working from home. Oh, you keeping the kids, and then you threw in that virtual school piece. So how was the adjustment period? <sighs> it was it was hard. It was very hard. Um, the reason why it was so hard be- is because, you know, initially the kids at first was like, Ooh, no school. We're going to be home from school. Like, this is great. Right. Right. But then jumping into it, it was it issues, um, getting everything set up. And then the kids not wanting to get up and their mindset was we're already at home. Is it really necessary? Mom, do we get up? Uh, yes. Hello. Mommy got to get up. You got to get up too. And they were like, but we're doing school from home. I, I'm aware, but unfortunately you got to get up. So my kids really had in their head. Now I had, did have one y'all. She was like, Ooh, yay, mommy. Like I'm ready. I'm ready for school. You don't have to wake me up. I'm up. I'm like, there you go, baby girl. Yes. Yes. Now my son, the 13 year old, he was a whole handful. He was a whole handful. I had to um, play double dutch. I was jumping back and forth, back and forth. My son was like, oh yeah, I'm good, mom. Then I look over, he's asleep. <laughs> and then my daughter is like, my daughter's like, mom, I'm over here doing great. But I just missed everything the teacher said. What did she say? I'm like, oh my gosh. And then, and then I got text messages like, hey, I got text, I got text messages and they're like, hey, Kim, uh, we just sent you X, Y, and Z. You know, can you have this done? This is urgent. I'm like, I was like, someone help me. We we're all going, we're going to fail. We're going all four of us. <laughs> we're going to fail. And guys, you know, and I'll be perfectly honestly, honest, during this time too, my kid's father had got sick. Like I'm talking about went straight into kidney failure. So I'm over here going back and forth to the hospital, virtual learning, 
um, doing my nine to five, which is really 24 seven, because I'm logging on at two o'clock in the morning. And mm. then from there, I'm like keeping up with medications, keeping up with school. Honey, you can't fall behind. You can't get behind. You got to go to bed. You got to get up. Did we eat? <laughs> right. That, that's yeah. where we were. Man. Yes. That's where we were at. And I was like, oh. I felt defeated. I, I felt so defeated. I did. Wow. I can't imagine like all at once because you thought you got the pandemic, you got the virtual school, you got the virtual uh, or stay at home working. Then you throw mm-hmm. on another piece of hospital visits during the pandemic. And so he has a non COVID related thing, but you got to he's in the hospital and then you worried about that on top of it. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So yours wasn't like a just a pandemic adjustment. It was like a whole life shift of. Kim, you the boss of everybody right now, and man, yeah, you're right. I, you know, I'm glad you used like that. Kim, you the boss of everybody right now, but Kim was scared. I'm like, hey, I don't want to leave this thing. I don't want to do this. Like, can you just give me a little bit? And it was like, nope, you got it all. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. So, Kim, my next question is, how has your schedule changed? You know, you had one thing happened, but then the hospital visits and things like that. So how were you able to get a schedule at some point or just how did it change? Or is it just like we, every day is a new schedule? Like what, how did that work? <laughs> um, well, every day is a new schedule. I literally had to reach out to, um, Chanisha. I, I had to reach out because my schedule was everywhere. And I started feeling overwhelmed and lost. Um, but I also knew I had to, to get a grip and, Johnisha talked to me was like, Kim, do you even have a schedule? And I was like, no. How am I going to have a schedule? Nisha, I don't have time for schedule. She's like, do you hear what you just said? And I'm like, oh. And she's like, you need a schedule so you can have something to follow, something that creates a routine for yourself. She's like, so that way you don't feel like you don't know what you're supposed to be doing in this t- at this time or at this time. And at first I, I wasn't quite seeing it like, like that, but Johnisha really put it in perspective for me like, no, it's going to help you. So she took out the time to help me with a schedule. And I was so grateful because all I kept thinking was, okay, a schedule for my work. And she was like, no, it's scheduled for your life. And I'm like, that part. And you know what made me feel good? What also made me feel good was, um, what also made me feel good was that she was able to say, and it's okay if you don't go by it completely, if you miss something and then you got to go to the next thing. She's like, don't, don't feel like, oh my goodness, I missed that. So I had to learn that too. But now did I stick with the schedule all the time, y'all? No, I did not. But it was okay because each day is different, right? Each child needs something different. Schooling is different. Work is different. And my me time was different. Um, What I needed to do for Richard during his time was different. So the fact that I even had a schedule though that I can go back to, I'm like, okay, let me move some things around. Okay, let's try to put this here and this here. That helped me a great deal. So I know like people kind of, because this is how I am. I kind of sometimes despise having a schedule, having some type of organization. Just let, you know, that person that has like that junkie desk, but they know where everything is. <laughs> yes. That's, that, that's kind of like how it was. <laughs> but it, when you have so much, at some point, you're going to have to clean up your desk, right? Right. You're going to have to have some type of organi- you know, organization. So that was, that's what that created for me. So it helped me. So I'm like, okay, well, if you're up by this time, you can at least do this, this, and this. It, it helps. It helps a great deal. So. so I like that. It's like self-discipline with a side of grace. Yeah. <laughs> and if y'all Absolutely. don't know, Janisha, Janisha is the schedule queen. 
I'm over here every time I talk to her on Zoom. I'm like, what are you looking at? She's like, I'm looking at my schedule. What? <laughs> Janisha, can you do this? Let me check my schedule. <laughs> I love that about her. So I have to, use, I have to, she's going to have to help me with my life. Uh, she's going to have to, Iyala Van Zandt, fix my life <laughs> with that schedule piece. <laughs> but yeah, so you got that schedule together. You extended yourself some grace. Um, what's been the most challenging part um, of the whole, this whole new shift? Uh, the most challenging part <clears throat> was my mental and making sure that I didn't fail my kids. And when I say fail them, I know like people are like, what do you mean fail them? Um, virtual learning was something so new for them too. So I couldn't keep thinking about myself, myself, myself. It was, it was challenging for them. Mm. It was challenging for them, even though they were excited about being home. But once they started getting online and trying to do the assignments, they got to a the point they were like, mom, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do this. I feel challenged. Does this mean I don't, even my kids were sometimes like, does this mean I'm stupid? No, yeah. no, 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 no. I had to really become my kid's life coach. <laughs> I had to be their, their comforter, their best friend, their teacher on the side of the laptop. Like, what did you say? Don't you know, I do the cafeteria worker too, and the janitor. <laughs> yes. yes, lunch, breakfast, um, everything. Like I had to be everything and still encourage them like it was so important to encourage them. like you got this it's a learning curve but we mom's going to help you the teachers are going to help you you know we had to do it together dad's going to help you it was just it was different but at the same time there was excitement in it there was but there was the encouragement that had to be pulled in because there were times where things would get just difficult you know why does it have to be so hard honey you know why can't COVID go away I wish you could, but it's okay. We're going to make it through this. So it was just <clears throat> learning when to put on what hat. Right, right. And when to take one off. That's Yeah, that's yeah. I think I forgot to do that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I can imagine because I tell, that's one thing. I used to be a teacher and I still try to tutor some. And I tell parents, like, when you feel like, um, when you're trying to help them with their homework or their schoolwork and you just feel like a complete failure, just know, really, that's not even a hat you should be wearing. Like, you shouldn't have to be the teacher. Like, I tell one one person I tutor now, um, my husband's cousin, and she's like, I just don't know where the disconnect is when I'm tutor when I'm helping him. I'm like, you his mom, and that's what he sees when he comes home. Mm-hmm. This is his house. This is his place, his place of comfort. He doesn't feel like he has to put on or take off hats, you know? And so no, any parent listening, you are not a failure. I'm not saying you shouldn't help your kids with their work, but when you're one thing and there's a comfort with that and you're like, I'm the comforter or I'm the this, to tell them to take things seriously and to switch, it's a whole strategy because when, when my students come in, it's like drill sergeant. All right. We're going to sit down like this. We're going to pick up. But you can't do that at home. You don't have time to create a whole new structure and discipline. They're laughing at you like, mom, you crazy. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> so I applaud you because I, I we've talked a couple times before about just how you did that gracefully or not even or the days you did it without any grace, you know, and you just did it. And so, but you kept moving forward in the encouragement. And I love, I think it's your middle child or she's just so excited because <laughs> I'm a middle child. And I just want to please my parents. I'm like, look, look what I did. So I love, I'm sure she's just like, gives you a little bit of extra, like I can do this or just that smile. You know, does she mm-hmm. give you that? She does. She is the one who's constantly like, mom, look, look what I did. Mom, did you hear what I just said? 
Yes, I did. And I am the one like with her. I'm always like super encouraging with her because it, 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 it fuels her. Yeah. And I also want to go back and say thank you for saying that we don't need to wear that hat because for a minute, that is what I was thinking. Like, oh, got to be a teacher, got to be a teacher. But then I also want to say to the moms too, there were days that my kids didn't get online and I didn't force them. Hey. And at first I was like, oh, I'm such a bad mom. But it was so needed because they were so, kids can get depleted too. That's a fact. They can, they can get so frustrated where they will kind of be rebellious and be like, I, they'll log on and be like, I'm not going to do anything though. Right. So, and I started noticing that and I was like, okay. So I would say, how about this guys? Let's, you know, you don't, not allowed today, but we're going to do some asynchronous work, asynchronous work and I'll help you. Let's just mm-hmm. sit down and do that. Um, some days are better than others. You know, you're going to have the good days and the bad days. So don't beat yourself up about it. Cause I almost I did. I was like, oh, you're going to get online. You're going to get online you're going to get these good grades. You're, you're going to figure this out. Then it was like, you can't do that. Cause that's just like you being at work and your boss putting pressure on you. And you're right. like, like, Oh goodness. I don't know if I'm gonna meet this deadline, you know? So the kids were like the two, like mom, I'm like, Oh, don't worry about it. Just do your best, honey. Just do your best. You know, I love that. Uh, we have conversations, Shanisha and I about like how to instill things in their, in our kids. They're two first of all so like how do we instill confidence how do we show them to teach or teach them grace and you're doing that like look when you're depleted this is what you do your boss your manager nobody can tell you when you're tired you tell yourself when you're tired and you do something about it so I love that Kim I mean that's good like take a break from because my my students was just not getting online they were just like I'm just not getting on I don't what you talking about instead of just getting on some days and saying you know what I can't do this anymore they were like I'm not doing this at all and then some were on there (laughs) regularly so I I love that and I have to really work on that I love that so a lot of people talk a lot about the negative parts of what happened during this pandemic and becoming um pandemic parents (laughs) during a pandemonium and so what's the best thing that came from it? Like, what do you look at? Like, I, I would have never been able to have this or do this had this not happened. <laughs> Let's see here. <clears throat> I think the biggest thing for me was being able to actually have, um, I guess you could say quality time with my kids and really get to know them. I know it sounds like get to know them, but they're your kids, right? Well, yeah, but sometimes life is so fast paced that we don't sit down and be like, hey, how was your day? How are you feeling? What do you want to do this weekend? What do you want to eat today? You know, those type of, of moments. Like, honestly, with my, my middle child, because she, she's usually the more quiet, kind of pulled back. My oldest son, is he, he's very open. And my youngest one, yeah, she's open too. But my middle child is, she's more so like, She's not going to tell me unless I go to her. So I enjoy the fact that I got to sit down with her more, to talk with her more. And she opened up with me about how she loves to read, how she wants to do better in reading, how she loves to build, how she loves decor, architect. And I'm like, I'm just like, I'm sorry, what? And she was like, yeah, like, I love all that stuff, mom. It makes me so happy. And I'm like, what did you say? You know, and then she's like, you know, can you read to me at night? Mom, let's make up some stories together. Let's use our, she told me, let's use our imagination. And I was like, 
So it's just having that sit down time to, to see your kids and see how they're moving, watch their emotions, just have more time with them. Yeah, I like that. I really, really like that because, um, again, I'm going to speak from that middle child perspective. Like, we won't beg for the attention. We'll just wait like, hey, you're with the oldest. Hey, you're with the youngest. I understand. I understand. And then for the child, for your parents to come to you, because I was a daddy's girl, so to come to you and ask you what you like ask you what you enjoy. That's huge, you know? And then for all the kids, for you to say you like, you're getting to know them better. You really don't get to know your kids when you're busy with what life forces you to do, which, you know, what your job requires, what school requires. And that last piece about asking them what they want. Janisha does a great job with Imani, which is hilarious sometimes (laughs) because she'll be like, Imani, do you want this? No. Do you want, I want. <laughs> and so I try to learn from that. Like, oh, I got to ask her what she want. Okay, well, what do you want? And my daughter's just like, what do you mean? What? <laughs> so I love that, that they get some opportunity to have some autonomy at home and just be able to say, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. I need this because at school, it's like you do this, 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 and that. When you get to the cafeteria, this is what you're eating, period. Don't ask no questions. If you, if you don't want this, you're going to starve. <laughs> and go into the house. So I really like that, that we're able to find some positives, you know, in this time. Um, So do you have any like last or final tips for parents? For me, I think it would just be, you know, take the time to pay attention um, to your kids. And sometimes it's not always about structure and making sure that they're doing it right or getting it right. You know, sometimes it's just sitting down, taking a break, hearing them out, kind of going to that level to understand, let them know that you are really listening to them. You know, I know it's, it's listen, and I'll say this, I know it's corny as it sounds, right? You know, because when we were coming up, it was, you know, you just do as you're told. That's it. Right. You know, like with a moment, I don't give you cry yourself to sleep. Just do as you're told, you know. But now it's getting to the point where the kids, you know, they, they really are looking for that one-on-one time. Hug them, kiss them, even if they're not asking for it. Right. You know, let them know you care and you're thinking about them because you could walk away to go wash the dishes. Next thing you know, someone's tapping you on your shoulder and you turn around. It's that little, little, that little fellow, that little girl. And they're like, mom, can we talk for a minute? And it's like, oh, yes, <laughs> we can. Yes, yes, we can. What do you want to talk about? You know, those are the moments that end up like, I was missing this the whole time because I do remember my middle child, but even my son sometimes like trying to get my attention. And I just would be like, wait a minute, wait, wait, I'm doing something. Just give me a few minutes. By the time they don't walk away and, they're, and they had no intentions of coming back. And when I would go to them and be like, hey, you know, did you need something early? And they're like, it's okay. I'm good. Now I realize being stuck in the house with them all the time that they really are sometimes crying out just to get some of your attention. And it's okay if you can't make it on the, uh, you know, the one-on-one dates and all that. Reading a book for some kids, I'm not saying all y'all, for some kids is enough. Sitting down popcorn night, movie night is enough. Yeah. I watch my daughters with um, their dad. They sit down and they color and he goes and buy coloring books and crowns and at first some things I'm like oh it's just coloring books and crowns but when they're at that table together I mean they're over having competitions they're laughing they're giggling like that you're the best dad ever and I'm like 
he just got some books and crayons, <laughs> right? And then I'm over here like, it's the little thing. It's the little thing. So we have to pay attention to little things. Like you don't have to go out and go to the movies or, you know, be um, at the national parks and all that, which is great. Don't get me wrong, you know, because COVID right now is just holding that up. But, you know, we're going to get there. But right now, it's the little things. Go ride and bike with them. It is so much fun. It is so much fun. So that's what we got to take into consideration. The little things with our children, we got to pay attention. Um, even if it's just once out the week, you know, so don't think every second you're like, oh, let me see what the kid's doing. It's okay. It, it takes time, but, you know, you'll get it. It'll come to you and you'll start seeing things differently about your kids. Like, I didn't know they liked that. Oh, I didn't know they were even interested in that. You're going to start seeing things like that. So even just seeing uh, my kid's father with them with the coloring book, I'm like, Okay, I'm going to get some paint. I'm going to get some paint. <laughs> I'm going to try to one up that. I'm going to get some paint, some canvases and stuff. <laughs> and go so, to be extra. <laughs> yes. But it, it's stuff like that. So that is, that, that's my tip. You know, it, the little things makes a huge difference. I like that. Yeah. I like that because time, I mean, you can't buy time. You can't, right. I mean, anytime we think back on our times with our parents, it's the quality time we spent together. It's not about exactly what we did. Like my parents took us to so many places and there's things that I think about. I just remember sitting at the dinner table with them. Like if I don't remember a lot, I don't remember King's Dominion and Six Flags and all that. I remember sitting at the table and us just talking about our day, you know? Yeah. And so I love that, that the pandemic gave us that quality time not time where they tapping you like hold on give me a second so and so is on line one and so and so you know you get to actually just put things on pause you get to select what you're going to give your attention to and when and so like you say you work 24 7 for some people are like I don't like that but okay I get to spend the best parts of my day with my child Mm -hmm. and then I can figure out the rest later I really really love that especially for someone who's not working right now. Like I, I'm feeling it for y'all. I just, I'm like, I don't know how y'all do all of this, but I hear you speak about it. And it's a lot about giving yourself that grace and extending that same grace to your kids. So we appreciate you joining us today um, for episode nine of Sister Moms. For those of you that are listening, please make sure that you go ahead and like and subscribe to Sister Moms, share our episodes, and we look forward to seeing you later, Kim, and hearing more about your podcast. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye.